Hey, once again, this is King Cow along with my co-host, The Panda, and you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. Welcome, rhetoricians, to Vinyl Rhetoric. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm joined by The the Panda. Panda. (laughs) You look look chipper. I'm pretty happy. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why? Well, of course there's a reason why. I woke You're up alive? this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Yeah, most of the time I'm I'm a pretty happy person. You know, the only time I can think that I'm like full of rage is when I'm driving. But other full than that, full of rage, mm-hmm. a little ball full of hate and yep. rage. I'm like this cute little panda, fluffy, petting all the, and then and inside heavy, heavy petting. Inside, I just rage with the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> Are you going to go full nuclear on me? Um, not today. I'm sorry. Nuke, nuclear. Uh-huh. Nu- no, nuclear. 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 Nu- wait, how, nuclear. Nu- nuclear. Nuclear. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know how to say it the wrong way. Because <laughs> if you just said the word, you mm-hmm. could say in you, new, mm-hmm. clear, nuclear. Mm-hmm. But how I do you get, spelled. how get nuke? I know. I'm just going by spelling. Mm-hmm. How do you get nuclear? Nuclear. Not, there's nothing between that C and the L. No. So when people say nuclear, it that's a, that's one of those words that just grates when people say it. It's oh, not nuclear. People pronounce all kinds of words. I know, wrong. stupidly, mm-hmm. poorly. Yes. And and sometimes they don't say the right. Um, I'm trying to think of a word that I know that they don't say. I know. Oh, anti disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> sometimes they can't say that right. <laughs> It's pretty straightforward. Twenty-eight letters. <laughs> I know. A n t i d i s e s t a b l a i s h m e n t a r i a n i s m m. Oh my God! Something like that. I should have brought my gold stickers. My stupid sister, when we were kids. Oh, oh I know. I know the longest word in the dictionary. I know the longest word. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's not a word, brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Sister, it made Disney a lot of freaking money. So uh, I, I like that. I like that song. Right. Me I too. like the Disney. Me I like, too. I, I, I'm a fan of the Disney. Well, I'm, a, I'm sort of a fan. I'm definitely a Disney, you know, kid. I was raised on Disney cartoons. Mm. I don't know about the company itself, but yeah. the cartoons are. Yeah, the cartoons were well, the early cartoons. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're starting to become way too woke. Well, they're just strange. They're strange to me now. Hmm. Like, I thought it was kind of sad that George Lucas sold all the Star Wars uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was sad because, you know, now they can just make up any story. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Marvel. Yeah, same. I don't know. I and especially now that Stanley's dead. You call him Stanley. Mm-hmm. Not Stanley. No, Stanley. I said Stanley. I know, you said Stanley. Mm-hmm. Not Stanley. 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 Stan Lee, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. Stanley. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what's new and exciting? Um. Well, our house is officially up on the market. It's not sold yet. No. Okay. No, it takes a week. We we had a like a whole week. Yeah. We had all the pictures taken. We had to clean the house like crazy. So now it looks like an Airbnb. You know, it's just like decorations and. 
Did you have to take stuff out of the house Mm -hmm. and put in storage? Uh, We put it in our garage. Okay. So hopefully they don't walk in the garage when they're Mm -hmm. looking. Well, he told us to put it in the garage because he's not going to take any pictures of the garage. Okay. So we were like, all right, cool. Well, he could have taken pictures of the garage before you put stuff in and then... Eh. Okay. But well, we, people may want to look at the garage when they, or do I mean, they, they only can, do virtual showings? No, they they did that for all the pictures. So when they take the pictures, it looks like a nice modern. So you when know, they scroll, clean through, click, 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 click. Yeah. So when I'm looking at property on t- at Tennessee, yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at the house, and I'm like, I don't like that. But that's mm-hmm. weird. I've never seen a stove inside the house that heats the house. Yeah. What is that yeah. for? Yeah, <laughs> the cast iron stove. Yes. Uh huh. Those are cool. Actually, the Blob had one at his house. It still does. Yeah, we have a, a house on uh, the rental property that my parents are on that uh, has a, has one. It heats up the house pretty good. Still has a wood stove. Yep. Yeah. So, I I was gonna tell you. So, oh, so uh, a couple episodes back, I told you that I had a big cyst bump thing mm-hmm, on my leg, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I went to get it an ultrasound. Uh huh. So I think I got the ultrasound on a. Thursday, okay, and not the next Saturday, but the Saturday after, nine days later, mm-hmm. I was del- doing my job, uh-huh. and it started to hurt. Okay, and 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 I don't know if I had my sock on it. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. Okay, but I came home, and it turned black, and your foot fell off. I wish. Oh. I, I, I call it an on-the-job injury. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. <laughs> but I I came home, and there was probably about a, I don't know, two, two by, f- two and a half by five inch, maybe three inch by five inch uh-huh. red thing on my leg. I mean, it's all, it was red and inflamed. Red, what color red? Like uh, sunburn red. Yikes. Yeah. And it hurt. Was it hot? And it was hot, and it felt like sunburn. Mm-hmm. I took a bath, and I put my leg in there, and it felt like when I'm sunburned, only on that little spot. That's not good. No, it was not good. Mm-hmm. So it was, I mean, it was hurting. Mm-hmm. And I guess, so sat, that was a Saturday. Okay. And I, I said, this hasn't hurt like this. So I took, I took the old syringe and plunged it in. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, except it started bleeding. Oh, no, that's it even was, worse. Blood was pouring. Oh, that's way worse. All the time I've done it, nothing's come out. Uh-huh. Blood, so I might have hit the vein. Uh-huh. I might. I maybe had to go over like a quarter of an inch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Blood Ew. was just... I'm walking and it's just pouring out of my leg. Ew. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bloody. Mm-hmm. And so then I think I, I put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> yeah, a little oh, band-aid. Yeah, it was a little band-aid. A band-aid on a bullet hole. <laughs> it was a, that was a, what, what it was like. Yeah. And I think so that would have been Saturday, maybe Monday. I think I took is when I took the bath and I when I put it in water and it mm-hmm. was hurting and I'm like this I don't know what's going on? What's going on? And then the next weekend I was at my sister's house and they're like, "What's wrong with your leg?" And and it was red, but the red went from three by five to mm-hmm. about hmm, two by one. So more concentrated area. Well, I think it was just shrinking. It was right. getting, and oh, it, in so betwe- it took a week. Yes. But in between that time, so I think I, it turned red. I had a doctor's appointment. I went in and it's our, the red is getting smaller. Mm-hmm. It's, it's healing. Yeah. It's essentially. Yes. 
and the doctor looks at it. Oh, that's infected. I'm just going to give you antibiotics. Right. Dude, you're not even looking at it. I try, You don't even ask. Quit. Mm. So I went and got my antibiotics. I, I, well, they didn't have them. So, yeah. So I, I think so. Well, we have half. We'll give you half the amount, and then you'll have to come back. So I got them, and then I didn't take them for the first day or the second day. And then I think the third day I took one in the morning and one in the evening. And then they said the other ones were ready. So I just collected those. Uh And then I haven't, I never took them. And then when I saw my sisters, they were like, what is wrong with your leg? And now it just, there's like a little minuscule bump there. You can feel, Uh because I think it's just getting rid of the whole thing. So somehow it popped and it got rid of it without me doing anything okay then the doctor doing anything mm-hmm. so i don't know what's going on I, but i had it for six months right and it just said one day oh i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> i don't like you <laughs> i don't know so so you still didn't figure out what it is huh, they said th- it was just an infected they, assist cyst? it was no it wasn't even affected when they went in and i did the ultrasound she's like measuring it boom, boom, boom. nope everything's good it's a cyst <laughs> so stupid me when i went in for it Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you want? How about how about this? Well, I, I haven't had a physical in twelve years, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Years, I don't know. I haven't had a physical. Oh, I haven't had blood work done in ten, twelve, fifteen mm-hmm. years. Oh, I haven't had a colonoscopy ever. <laughs> I haven't. So they uh, they just started making appointments so for everything. Like, All right, let's run the battery. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got appointment today. Got appointment tomorrow, and I keep just showing up. Mm-hmm. And then they say, "Oh, you got to do this." I'm like, "What? Oh, you got to <laughs> do this, huh?" Yep. So, yeah. I, and then they're just, I did my blood work. Oh, because you, you you had that infection. Mm-hmm. The, your white blood cell count was low. Low? I think they said low. Low? So, so high? I think they said low. So high, I had, high means you have an infection, an active Maybe it was infection. high. I don't know what they said. They just <laughs> said make another appointment and go right. back in a month. And I'm like, I know it wasn't for that. It was for... It was for the dental work I'd had done oh, uh-huh. like a day earlier. Uh-huh. That was like <laughs> maybe two days and where I couldn't even stay awake because you were so drugged up. <laughs> no, because when I, I, I so I did it, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. I came home and then when I went to bed, I kept waking up in the middle of the night because it was like throbbing. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the next day when I went to work, I could not stay awake <laughs> and I told him at no, three o'clock. I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. And they, everybody thought I was joking. Of course, everybody. Of course. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going home. You want me to work twelve hours tomorrow? I gotta go home today. Yeah. So I went home, went to bed for four hours, got three hours, got something to eat, mm-hmm. and then went back to bed. Yeah, and, I've been and, sleeping like a fiend. Really? Oh yeah. I, I, my friend, this is for you, Rozo. <laughs> Sleep is good. Sleep is very good. I think they came over, him and, and LeBeau came over to my house during the summer one time. And it was, uh, can King Cow come out and play? <laughs> oh, he's asleep. It was noon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember one time, uh, I was, I mean, in high school, I was an athlete. So I did tennis, I did basketball, um, and then when I wasn't doing that, you know, it was like going over to rec league softball in the summertime when it was crazy hot. So I'd come home, I'd watch Frasier and I'd fall asleep on the on the couch like every day. It was a ritual. Was your hand in your pants like nope. Al Bundy? No, nope. oh. I, I would just and I don't remember falling asleep. It was just like I was working my body crazy and I just needed to sleep. 
one day I wake up and both of my parents' faces are in my face. And I'm like, what, what is going on? Did someone die? You know? And they're like, honey, we think you're doing drugs. Are you doing drugs? And I'm like, no, I'm just an athlete and I'm tired. I, uh, you, your body needs to recover. <laughs> I'm very tired and you guys are waking me up and I don't appreciate it. Well, it could have been worse. Your dad could have been teabagging you. <laughs> that would have been way worse. Way worse, sir. Uh, and the only reason I say that is I uh, I hadn't... Because your dad teabagged you? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I, I hadn't drank in a long time. And I, What are friends for? I went to... I went to... My sister got married. Uh-huh. And they had the reception at one another sister's house. And so I hadn't drank. And I'm like, I'm going to drink. And... Next thing you know, mm-hmm. I'm on my sister's bed, and, uh-huh. and my brother-in-law tells my mom he's going to go te- teabag me, <laughs> and and I think she got mad at him. Oh, man. There were some crazy funny stories in high school about the upside-down Spider-Man or something. Uh, <laughs> un- unaware of so, what that is? So, I guess, because I had these three Korean brothers that would hang out with us and so and they were all adopted so they were you know family but not by blood and so one of the boys would get completely naked and turn themselves upside down in the doorway with the door closed and then knock on the door and then one of the other brothers would open the door and just be confronted with junk junk Mm, yeah nice pretty hilarious it is pretty funny that's like uh, the movie waiting Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's similar. It's just hilarious stories like that that I've heard from all my dude friends. Yeah. See, I never did anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, my, my game was uh, trying to ambush people with farts. <laughs> yeah, you, I have, I've, I've been a witness to some of these things. Yeah, well, I, I had another good one today. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is some... On the same guy? No, new guy. Oh, new guy. Yeah. Uh, the guy that knows everything. Oh. Do you, do you don't like him. The guy, the guy that, that knows, knows everything. everything. He's probably been on the moon. He's probably walked on the moon. I mean, that sounds like thirty percent. No, it's only are... one person. You were. You might have been. You might have been his relief dude. One time, he he has stickers everywhere. Stickers. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to talk off mic on. Like this. the mall man. He might. He might be go to the mall a lot. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So, oh, that guy. Yeah, I know you know who I'm talking yes. about. So yes. he was he was like, uh, the last couple of days he's been in rare form. And so today he went he went to my neighbor <laughs> and I went in and just unloaded. <laughs> and, and, and my neighbor could not stop laughing. He thought it was the funniest but thing ever. But he didn't ever. like get offended and act like he was assaulted I, by air? I thought he was going to. Yeah, but that would, that would I, I think character. because my neighbor was laughing so hard. <laughs> he thought. Oh, it was a tension. <laughs> yeah, I I thought he was laughing so hard that he was. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to call attention. I don't want people to That's think I'm a wuss. So funny. Yeah. You know, peer it, pressure. You know. So yeah, my my whole thing with him is is making mother jokes. <laughs> yeah. Because that's Bates Motel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he keeps telling me, uh, "This guy's been to my house. He knows my mom's alive." Okay, I believe you. Like, why is that a point of contention for him? Like. Because I think why he's, does anybody give a crap at all? <laughs> I don't know, but he does. Obviously, he, he's he, the oh the one guy that I know that you're not friends with at all. Mm-hmm. That uh, that died. 
the guy that yeah, died. Yes, yes, okay. to you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He he thinks he thinks like everything for him is a mystery. Where if you look, it's all like there's a string attaching. Like, uh-huh. like he's a yes. total conspiracy theorist. Uh-huh. Theory, theorist. Yeah, that's another word. It's a theorist. <laughs> it's not a theorist. Theorist. It's a theorist. It's like a terrorist, but with conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, or or what's the other one? Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can. The rapist. Like oh, a, therapist. Oh, whatever. However it's pronounced. <laughs> you pronounce it your way. I pronounce it my way. Apples to apples. I went to a I went to a brewery and they have a they have a, a beer called. Uh-huh therapist yes and i pointed out i'll get the rapist please <laughs> and they looked at me stupid i play this stupid game uh-huh i don't know if you've heard of boggle yeah okay so I they have they have it i think they call it it's not words with friends but it's something with friends mm-hmm, scramble mm-hmm. with friends something like that yeah it's like scrabble no it's no 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 it's boggle oh okay but it's something with friends okay but it's 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 words with friends boggle with friends right but it's not boggle they call it something else. i think okay. it's scramble Regardless, mm-hmm. I make these words, right. and I'm making all these words. And for the longest time, I made this word, R A P E, mm-hmm. or R A P E R. Right. I don't know. A month ago, a month ago, it's not a word anymore. Yeah, and what? I am so pissed off. But it's a word. I so is chink. Right. I and I I made chink one time, like, <clears throat> and I'm like all excited. Oh, that's a great word, chink. And it didn't do, oh, I must have did the wrong letters because that happened. Right. I did chink again. What the hell? I was pissed. Because like a chink in your armor. Another chink in the armor. Yeah. Like that's the one thing that I always think about. Yeah. I, that's what they say in the movie. That's what, there's, yeah. some, there's something about Mary. Ooh, first chink in the armor, Ted. <laughs> I just watched that movie not too long ago. It's a funny, funny ass movie. Funny, funny movie. It is. Yeah, I, I watched, I started watching some show called... The Sons of Sam. Oh yeah, the the it's, documentary. Yes, uh huh. About the, you, did you see yeah. it? Uh huh. Okay, so I've watched the about first David Berkowitz. Yes, I've mm-hmm. watched the first three episodes. It's an interesting one. Yeah, it is really interesting. And then the fourth one, I haven't I haven't watched it, uh, but some of the theory that the guy that when when he started talking, I'm like, uh, that's Paul Giamatti. Uh-huh. That's his voice. Yeah. But when when he's talking, I'm like I'm like oh that's that's because you mm-hmm. are unaware of that right. Uh, I mean, except for knowing about it in, in in after you're born right. Me, I lived during all that exactly. So I was well aware of it. So it's interesting. And then I heard somebody talking about it. I'm like oh let me let me look into it. Mm-hmm. I I. I knew of it, and it was a big story, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Some of the like get they're they're having interviews with the the people that were there at yep. the time, yep. and then seeing some of those um, pictures when they're walking. David Berkowitz, he has got a creepy ass smile on his face, yeah, all the time. Well, like I the, just I just feel like he like you can see the mental illness in his face. Well, yeah. What he, some of it was, I I felt that he is smiling like he has the canary in his yeah. mouth. Oh yeah. And you don't even and know. You can't get it. Yeah, it's totally. Ugh, it's yeah, so kind of creepy. I'm obsessed with like this FBI profiler named uh, John Douglas. 
Um, he's, you see the Mine Hunter dude. He's the yeah. Mine Hunter dude. So I, I've read almost all of his books, and he's the one that has interviewed a lot of the serial killers, like up close and personal. Edward Kemper. He started with Kemper, which is pretty funny, um, and then. He did interview David Berkowitz, too. And I he, did not know that. And he says that, you know, a lot of the these serial killers have all the time in the world, all the time in the world in their cell. Mm-hmm. They can think about the things that they've done. They can bring up multiple, you know, reasons why they did it or maybe somebody else did it. They can come up with all and concoct all these theories and maybe like when the FBI agents would come and talk to them. Just make up some story. They would just make up some story. And then, you know, John would be like, hey, is this guy being railroaded? Has there been some, like, atrocious miscarriage of justice? And then he would go read their file, and he's like, no, this guy's just a liar. He's a pathological liar, or or he is delusions of grandeur yeah. or whatever the ha- and case. and john douglas said that when he uh interviewed david berkowitz you know he was still kind of sticking to the dog thing where he was saying that uh-huh. the dog told him that to was do that it. was the big thing that yeah we had heard out yeah here. his neighbor's dog was giving him satanic messages uh-huh. and that's why he did it and all this stuff and then you know when i think about that sons of sam documentary and he was saying that it was tied to that cult I'm like, well, yeah, he's probably had a ton of time to think about this cult, maybe even research said cult and say, yeah, okay, maybe he did go see them or talk to them or interact with them somehow at one point. But then he wanted to kind of use them as just like the dog. It's just narcissism where he's trying to pin his behavior Except on something else. When you, uh, one of the things that we discussed, uh-huh. my wife and, and, and myself, is... The if you look at the Son of Sam letter, mm-hmm. that is not in the same handwriting no. at all. Mm-hmm. So who wrote that? Who knows? I mean, I I know there's times where I've written something. Mm-hmm. One one time I was doing a paper for school and I was writing. Mm-hmm. And I'm writing and I'm writing, and then I was drinking and writing and drinking <laughs> and writing. I was just gonna say and that drinking and writing, and then the next day I looked at it. I did the whole thing all by myself. Mm-hmm. My writing like was my writing, and then it wasn't my writing. And I looked at mm-hmm. it. The teacher's going to think I had somebody write this for me. Well, that's that's what I was thinking too. Is like maybe he was under the influence of something, I, not, not necessarily alcohol. And either. I could I could write different ways if I really wanted to. Yeah, but I, I mean, what if you were under the influence and in a delusional state? You know, because those letters don't make any sense. Except for when the guy that's Marty or whoever his name is mm-hmm. is doing all the investigating, saying, oh, "Well, look at this correlate correlates to this John mm-hmm. Wheaties and et cetera, et cetera." Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I want to see what happens in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. Oh, you haven't seen the last? No, I have not seen the last one. So oh, don't okay. spoil it. Don't tell me he was the killer. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. I saw it like when it first came out. Because I'm so intrigued by mm-hmm. why people do. I'd never do. even heard of it, really. Yeah, until I saw somebody. I heard somebody talk about it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm interested in that because the son of Sam was was something that. Well, we were both the same major. I was the same major as yeah. you in college. Criminal justice. Uh-huh. Well, the you know the the Zodiac killer was something mm-hmm. that was going on in my neighborhood. I love that movie too. The one with the, with, the uh, David Fincher one. With Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, with Jake mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal, yeah, great movie. Well, the, he's is is that the one where he's the that's a different one where he's the uh, 
because that one he's the 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 reporter. Yes. The, have you seen the one where he's the the guy, the camera guy? The yeah. The co- photographer, nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Uh-huh. That one is creepy. Yeah. It's pretty good, but it's creepy movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I liked it. I thought it was oh. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's. Oh, I've never seen him in his starring role. As, I've never either. As a. Uh, um, Heath Ledger's friend. Yeah, I've never seen it. Either. I like Heath Ledger. Yeah, I don't want to sully his image. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not either. <clears throat> I, th- I think my mom was trying. Oh, it's a good movie. Uh huh. So it's, it's a love story. I just thanks, mom. I know. Yeah. I don't like lovey dovey. Like I don't like to feel things unless it's like scared, <laughs> or or laughing. Like funny movies. I'll watch funny movies all day. Or I'll watch like funny movies, is murder funny. stuff. I like murder. I like action. Mm-hmm. Well, I like action movies. Too. I like I like romantic comedies. Yeah, I have to be in a mood. Matthew McConaughey's funny. I don't know. I, I just really like, like him. him. I, I I like him in Failure to Launch and mm-hmm. there's just movies I kind of like. Yeah, I still need to see that one. Uh, the Dallas Buyers Club. Oh yeah, I've never seen that one. I, it looks good. <clears throat> I've just never seen it. Yeah. So, um, anyway, this is Vinyl Rhetoric. You can reach us at... <laughs> at Vinyl Rhetoric on Facebook. There's one. At Vinyl underscore Rhetoric on Twitter. Two. And Vinyl Rhetoric at gmail.com. Nope, I changed it to G-Spot. What? No, okay. <laughs> sorry. Wait, we didn't discuss this. Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to get all touchy there. I mean, uh, whoops. Are we on mic? Huh? What is this thing on? What's happening? Uh, I brought some. I I, I think our Jesse Johnson uh-huh. review show. Yes, we talked about something, and I told you I had some albums. Yes, but they're not exactly albums, and so I I just wanted to. Oh, I'm gonna play these. Mm-hmm. And you said we'll do it this way. Yeah, and I said okay, I will. And and when I listened to it, I thought. Oh, this is the best time to to. I mean, a good time to do it. Cool. And it's this is things that I heard when I was dancing. Okay. And they were fairly popular. Mm-hmm. And some of them I heard on the radio as well. Okay. And there's only one group that I mean one one performer that you're gonna know. And I I set that one as the first one. So it, okay. these are all twelve inch singles. Okay. Uh, I I'd hear something. I'd go to find it in the store, and most of the time. At the record store, they didn't have an album. They just right. had this thing, and it has four versions of the same song: mm-hmm. acapella, yeah. instrumental, Remix, radio mix, yeah. the Original, long version, yeah. yeah, whatever. And so I, I thought, oh well, I'm I'm doing this. And so the first one, I'm not even going to tell you who it is. You're going to know it. Okay. But <laughs> I just the first time I heard it, I fell in love with it. Okay. And and I think I know you've heard it. How many how many uh, singles did you do? Five. I did five. five. Okay. Five. This, uh, I, I I probably I have more. I know, but I just said these ones. To say, uh, these ones fifteen. W- this is going to be we're a representative. Hour oh, okay. <laughs> we have five hour podcast with. <laughs> yeah, I just break it into three. Yeah, or four or five. That'll work.
think so. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali, styling, profiling, dialing, and smiling while in the sun. The top is down on the black Corvette, and his fly cars are sitting on the Advising, realizing she's sizing me up Her bikini small, heels tall She said she liked the ocean She showed me a beach, gave me a peach And pulled out the suntan lotion Now, I was fast, but this girl was faster She was looking for a real good time I said, close your eyes, I got a surprise that song that song is awesome those horns when that yep. thing starts and then that bass yep. is just when the bass kicks in you're like oh this is awesome so when i went dancing this mm-hmm. one this one i think came out in 87 okay and i you brought up it's from the movie lesson zero right 
and I saw the movie, and it's I don't really. If it's what I think it was, it's uh, James Spader is the one that I remember, and he right. was one whack job. <laughs> yeah, that it at one point it towards the end of the movie, I think. And I could, it could be I could be wrong, but I okay. think James Spader it, he does this in a different movie. If it's not this movie, okay, where. The two guys are friends, and it might be Robert Downey Jr. and mm-hmm. Andrew McCarthy. Right. And James Spader comes in, and he's like a third wheel friend. Okay. And then he starts doing all this weird stuff. But the one thing that I remember specifically, and that's why I don't know. It might be this movie. It might be a different movie. Okay. Where he takes, he breaks out the brake light. Okay. Pulls the pulls out the uh, the wires. Okay opens like so then then he has the open it breaks the brake light mm-hmm. so it's uh, open and it'll flash right and then he takes it opens the gas can the gas uh tank and puts it into the gas tank so when they start the car or step <laughs> on the brakes it's going to ignite the gas oh my god yeah that's towards the end when he's like he's just trying to kill everybody he's just off the deep end i, I don't he's just he's a freak warped. dude yeah he's warped <laughs> but i think i think I've, and I'm certain about this, but mm-hmm. I think I first heard that song when I went to Florida to visit my friend. Mm-hmm. And and when I heard it, I thought, oh, this song's awesome. That would be the perfect place to hear this song is not in California. <laughs> yeah, but, well, that's why I think I heard it when uh-huh. we, went, we went dancing and I'm like, oh, I got to find this. I got to find mm-hmm. this. And it's just the, the whole thing. I and mean, the horn's cool. Right. And the bass just drives. And uh-huh. when you're dancing, you can just say... I know it's got a nice little flow to it. It does, mm-hmm. and this is the only one you're going to know the actual artist. Uh, it was LL Cool J, right? Right. Uh, so I could have said LL Cool J. You might have already known. Oh, it's going back to Cali. Oh no, he's got a lot of hits. I know he does. So that would have been hard. Yeah, he. He's... Uh, my bass player, which I'm sure he's listening. Um, he. he okay. <laughs> yeah, he used to come, to, or we went to um, a local bar and did karaoke. And so we were all picking out our songs, me and the band. And so we all picked out a song and Kevin picked out a uh, LL Cool J song. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Nice. And it was funny. All the people, they were all quiet, like, you know, timidly singing. And then he gets up there and he's I'm just gonna like, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Oh yeah, I, I met him. Uh-huh. I went to see you play and I met yeah. him. He, he was he was a very nice guy. Yep, I like him. He seemed really nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I started talking to him and he goes, "I I don't want to I don't want to rate the co-hosts." <laughs> and I laughed. I'm like, "I don't want to either." <laughs> so, he 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 seemed I mean, he was seemed really genuine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I did like talking to him. Yeah, he's he's enjoying it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, right on. So, I I, I pick songs that either I heard in the club mm-hmm. or they played on the radio. And these are all kind of, do you call that rap? I, I mean, see, I don't know what that is. It's like hip hop. This is, is like what it is. early. This is what, when I was going dance and this is what was starting to come into right. vogue. Well, and it would be, it would be the run DMC kind of generation. And I love re- run DMC. Yeah. And they're very and good sound. They're break artists. They, you know, they've got the electronic drum machines mm-hmm. and all that. And, yeah, they're. This is like hip hop, which is like that lifestyle with this kind of music. Right. They, they have like the 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 clothes are all the same, and they like the Adidas sweatsuits. And... So so this is the start of this. So the yeah. early uh, renditions of 
this hip hop right. movement. Right. So if you notice the lyrics aren't nearly as as hateful and yeah, they're horrible not vulgar and, or political and, or, or anything just, like that. They're just it's like oh the, these sound cool. Let's put it together. Right. So th- this this next one okay is by okay. You tell me how to pronounce this. Okay. R e a t h e l Rethel. 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 Rethel Bean and the Doonesbury Break Crew. Rhett Hall? No, it's Rethel. <laughs> okay. Like Lethal Weapon? Okay. Rethel. Okay. Rethel Bean. So, do, I don't know if you know what Doonesbury is. No. It was a comic strip. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do so know So, it was, it was very political. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if it's still around. But at the time, it was very political and I would say left-leaning. Okay. Very left-leaning. I would read it, and they they were always lampooning whoever. I I think mostly probably Ronald Reagan. Okay. In the in the eighties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, I heard this. I'm sure I heard it on the radio. <laughs> they might have played this in the clubs. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but it's it's uh by Rethel Bean and the Doonesbury Break Crew. Hmm. So this is not going to be. This isn't your. This is like the one outlier of this, but okay. I was highly amused when I heard it. <laughs> ready when you are, Mr. President. Well, uh, okay. Uh, everybody ready? Uh, Nancy? Ready, dear. Uh, Jim? Uh, Mike? Uh, a cap? Yes, Mr. President, we're ready. We're more than ready. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Right. Reagan campaign message to minority voters. Take 37. Can it off, Mr. President? Five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. Now, let me hear a little bass now, Nancy. So good. So fine. You're cooking now, Mama. Thank you, dear. Al, smoking. We're in a grove now. Uh, that's groove, sir. Groove. We're in a groove now. Slip me a little keyboard, Cap. Ow. Good God. Now that'd be fine. Okay, people. Gotta get down. Brother Ron Reagan has hit the ground. Gotta believe he's the dude of the hour. Got the glory. Got the power. Ronnie can communicate. The cat can rap. I even let Nancy sit on Mr. T's lap. Loves the needy, loves them dearly. Love to read graffiti if they'd only print it clearly. He can break. He be trying to make the big box beat. Trying to get those voters on their feet. Get their consent. All I need is 10%. Say we want on the guys pure sex. He's Man. Who signs your monthly welfare checks? <laughs> Ronnie's the boss, he wears the pants. Got an open mind on civil rights. My youngest son grew up in tights. Check him out. He's heavy. Check him out. He's cool. Lord have mercy on this syncopating fool. Ronnie here, legend. Ronnie be unique. Hard to even function with such mystique. He gets down, loves to take to town those dancing feet. He 
be getting brothers off the street. Hey, least I've tried, if only more were qualified. Say we want Bob the cat can swing. He's the man who's often seen at Burger King. souls trying to get those mothers to the polls get their consent i'll settle for just two percent say we want Bob the cats okay he's the man who's got more juice than jesse j say we want Bob the cats pure sex he's the man who signs your monthly welfare checks <laughs>
So, <laughs> Hilarious. I, th- I think they played that on the radio. <laughs> really? So that's when I first heard it. And I just thought it was funny. I didn't. Even, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to dance to it. But right. it was something that rap or and scratching uh-huh. was starting to become a, I, I won't say mainstream. Yeah, but that it was, said 84 on it. Is that what it said? Yeah. Uh, I know it was, well, he was president from 80 to 88. Yeah. So it was, I guess, right in the middle. Yep. Yeah, I just, I was just amused when I, so I bought it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to put it on. Guess what? <laughs> it must be the crappiest pressing oh, or record really? ever. Yeah, I could barely get it on the spindle. Wow. And then when I took it off, the record is like bow. It looks like a bowl. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like squirting. I'm like this. I'm glad I'm only recording it once. Right. I don't remember being like that. I mean, it mm-hmm. probably was when I recorded a long time or when right. I listened to it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But. The fortunately the record didn't snap because I could totally see that happening. So like the the spindle hole wasn't big enough. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I've had that happen to a couple. And of I didn't records. want to stick. Oh, speaking of spindle holes. Uh huh. So you did uh, Nickel Creek, right? And you played it on oh, Spotify. Yeah. I heard about this. What the heck? <laughs> so the next morning, right? Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Or. Well, Tuesday we did. So Wednesday morning. Yes. I'm like, oh, I'm going to record this because I got up for work and I'm like, I'm eating breakfast and I'm going to record it and it's playing and I'm listening to it going, this isn't this right. Is, I, I, I know the music sounds kind of the same, but he sounds, oh. he sounds like he's singing slow. Yeah. Did he, I don't remember his voice being this deep. It's, What's going on? <laughs> There's something's wrong. So I, I thought maybe I thought. And I and I told Heather that the Blob had recorded something one time, mm-hmm. and uh, his record turning on the turntable was slipping, uh-huh. so it wasn't heavy enough, and and so right. it was it wasn't going fast enough. So he had to put a rock on them in the middle mm-hmm. to make it stay down. Yeah. So I thought I was having that same issue with your uh-huh. album, and then I took it off and I'm looking at it, and then I see right there on the. Center label 45. I'm like, 45? <laughs> These aren't 45s. These are 12-inch singles. Nope. They're, they're 33, 45. and they're 45. They're they're 12-inch singles, yep. So yep. meaning they're 12 inches, yep. and they're a single. Yep. And they're 33 and a third. Right. Not So when that said 45, I'm like, what the hell? It's funny. I got a Bonnie Raitt as a gift from my boyfriend's parents. And they bought it for me and we turned it on and, you know, Bonnie Raitt, she's pretty soulful and blues and stuff. And we turned it on and we were like, this is an old black man. Like they must have, (laughs) they must have turned this, they must have like pressed the wrong thing onto here. And then, so we started reading it and it said 45 and we're like, oh, so we changed the speed and and it was fine. It was Bonnie Raitt. It was hilarious. Yeah. I had no clue. I've never had a, a... 33 type album uh-huh. that was a 45 yeah i don't think i've had it a couple of times yeah when i saw i was laughing so when i, I turn it on and it sounds like super slow i'm like oh this isn't the right speed yeah well i wasn't thinking about it i just turned it on and was eating and then playing magic <laughs> while i was recording listening going man i don't right. remember his so the first song was instrumental uh-huh. so i just heard instruments and thought oh, that sounds the same <laughs> well i wasn't really paying attention right I, go, I don't have to pay attention until I start splicing it up. So right. I'm just listening, going, yeah, that sounds, yeah, blah, 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 blah. 
he's saying, I'm like, I think his voice was a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So I played the whole second song uh-huh. and it wasn't until halfway through the third song when I'm, this is not right. <laughs> so I, I picked up the needle, took it up and started looking at it going, is it slipping? What's going on? And I think I even started again. And uh-huh. it, uh, uh, and, no, no, no. Yeah. When, and then I took it off and I think I was just going <clears> to, <throat> I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to have to wait and talk to her because something's uh-huh. going on. Right. And then it, I, as I'm holding it to put it back in the sleeve, it says 45 on it. And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh. okay. <laughs> So she I'll have to told me that I'll have to pay more attention if you're. It doesn't matter. I'll, no, I can. I'll figure it out now. I, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. So I would just and it, if I was looking for it, I would see 45. Right, right, right. So anyway, that was that was Rapmaster Ronnie. Nice. So our our president at the time was rapping. You guys probably don't know that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, it wasn't a bad impression. Either. It's just amusing. It was it was something that at the time yeah. that there was a lot of people that would impersonate his voice and and, and I just I thought it was funny pretty funny I didn't really care I mean I was not political at all one way or the other it just and it it reminded me of like Soul Stew where where I think it's an old either 60s or 70s song where um, the guy comes in and he's like okay I need some bass and then somebody lays down a bass track and then okay hanging with the tambourine and then the tambourine comes in and then this it kind of had the same thing at the end where it was like lay it down you know it could be. Yeah, it was, it, it's a similar, like, um, I don't know, template that they did. Tim, yeah. Yeah, I just I thought it was funny, so I threw mm-hmm. that one in there. That's pretty cool. So the next one, I'll tell you who the group is. Uh-huh. The next one is uh, is Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to say you probably heard this one. Okay. Nice and loud. 
I think I've only heard that as a sample. Yeah. Well, they w- so they would play that uh-huh. when we'd be dancing. Right. They would play the roof. Right. The roof. Or people would just start singing it. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then and there and there was this one. The roach. The roach. <laughs> the the roach, roach is on the wall. wall. Yeah. I know we that. don't need no raid. Let the silly sucker crawl. <laughs> crawl, I've silly sucker. So I've people people too. we would just start singing that. <clears throat> yeah. And people everybody would do it. It wasn't like oh one or two people would do it and right. you know, once someone started the whole dance floor would just yeah. totally. So I, how do I find this? And so I just look for the roof is on fire. And yeah, because I don't think I've actually heard the whole thing. Because the whole thing is like just breaks. It's all breaks. It's all samples. And it's funny, like the rapping, the kind of rapping style that was happening back then. It's not. It's all like what's happening. I went to the store and I got a hat. Like you I know liked. What I, mean? it. Like, I I thought it was cool. <laughs> it's all situational stuff. Like. My Adidas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I I, I I don't know what they said. Something about going to the laundry or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you just, just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's the song. <laughs> this is how it goes. It well, just, and that whole part where it's like, break, 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 break. Like, I've heard that a thousand times in a bunch and, of different and songs. And put your hands in the air like yeah. you just don't care. And put on old underwear yeah. or whatever they <laughs> yeah, said. That's hilarious, yeah, so too. It, a lot of times when we were dancing, mm-hmm. they would be playing some other song, and then they would put the roof, yeah, the roof, it's the roof is, piece. and they just would play that, and then they just play it like two or three times, yeah, and and sometimes they'd come out of it and then keep going to the song, yep, and then they they would, oh, we're gonna do it again, mm-hmm. and people loved it, yeah. I don't I'm know sure. how, I mean, I don't know if they still do stuff like that, but at the time. It was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It was just fun to dance to. Yeah, and I know I, you would you would see, as I've said, there's some certain songs that you could hear the start of that song, and right. once it once it started up, people would just be flocking to the dance floor. Well, that's like for for my generation. I feel like that's Baby Got Back. Yeah, perfect. You know what I mean? Great example. Yeah, because my. Uh, uh, niece got married mm-hmm. and they played that song. Yep. I had never seen this in my whole life <laughs> and I was, I was amazed. Uh-huh. So we're at the receptions at, I don't know, somebody's house okay. or it's some small place. I think it's a house, some, some, one of my sisters, maybe my sister's house. Okay. I don't know exactly where it was, but the reception, they started playing baby got back. Mm-hmm. I saw all five of my sisters get up and run. Yep. To th- and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. You guys, I, how do you even know this song? Right. It's like when my when two of my sisters tell me, oh, how do you, how do you know Depeche Mode? They're asking me, and I'm like, how do you know Depeche Mode? <laughs> I, I this is all dance stuff that yeah. I heard, and I guess they heard it other places or wherever they heard it. Yeah. But they were totally into Depeche Mode, and I'm looking at them like, uh. you're like, yeah. So yeah, they're awesome. It, <laughs> like you said, you know, they just, I could see Baby or Got like, Back. Even, or like Girls by Beastie Boys. Do, 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 or even, do, do, I was going to say, even now I, I could still see Baby Got Back. Uh-huh. If that came on, I yeah. would dance. I like that song. Yeah. It's because it's just got, a, it's got a great beat and got going like and a turbo hilarious. vet. Yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. My anaconda don't want none, none unless you got bones, so, huh? <laughs> anyway, so that was, uh. The Roof is on Fire. That nice. was the actual song. The, the actual Roof is song. on Fire. Thank you for uh, giving that, yeah. you know. 
So, so this one, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I'm telling you, I just hear him. I heard him on the dance room floor, okay. and I gotta find it. All oh, right. I like that song. This one, have you ever heard of the Egyptian Lover? Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, the Egyptian Lover. That's like a super dance. This is totally. This I love this song. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. It's it's. Do you know what the name of it is? Uh, Egypt, Egypt. Yes, that's the name. Of, I didn't know you knew that. That is hilarious. <laughs> I just thought. I, well, because I really like '90s freestyle too, and like a lot of the '90s freestyle stuff. Because I liked that, I went back into like the '80s a little bit, and I figured all this stuff out. Yeah, I'm trying to see when this one says it's from, but I can't. Uh, it probably says somewhere. I'll give it to you, and you go. Oh yeah, I see what it says. I don't see any numbers. Oh. Meh. I could always, I could always look at the old Google stream. Give it a goog. And it's like, so, so this is one, this is one like, uh, um, white lines. It, mm-hmm. When it came on, I'm like, oh, I love this song. Yeah. Egyptian lover. Except I don't know how to spell Egyptian. Oh, there we go. Egyptian god. <laughs> oh, why is my name under an Egyptian god? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Egyptian lover. I, I was. I'm going to say it says Egyptian Lover 1986. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Except for the Egyptian Lover is the third in the series 80s albums Egyptian Lover is released to keep the old style booming in today's scene. Oh, let me see if it Cyborg lose control. Oh, he's got a real album. Yeah. Interesting. One of my friends is a DJ, and he posts. Egyptian lover stuff on here all the time. I, that's so funny. I would have. Oh, here we go. Egyptian lover. Yeah, it says Egypt. Egypt lyrics. I mean, Eighty-four. She shackled. Oh, Egyptian lover. Okay, good. Nineteen eighty-four. Mm-hmm. So this is something I heard, and I was just like, "This is awesome." That's so fun. I I thought for sure you wouldn't get know this one. Nope, I do. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is freak beat. Is the album? I mean, okay. the uh, uh, record uh-huh. producer label, and uh, so this is Egyptian Lover. Sweet Egypt, Egypt, Egypt is the place to be. Mm-hmm. Egypt. <sighs> Egypt, 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 Egypt,
female population I can deal with that situation I don't care about my reputation
Yeah, I know that song. <laughs> I, 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 a little surprised. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that they would even play something like that. Still, well, see, I wouldn't even say that. Still, I think I was exposed to this song at house parties in like the mid '90s. I'd say. So, I would uh, if if when whatever they were, Sweden. Mm-hmm. I think it was Swedish national team. Okay. When two thirds of the team came over to my house. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do. I <laughs> said, oh, let me play some music. So I brought a speaker mm-hmm. and then just went up to my room and started cranking and did all my dance music stuff. Uh-huh. And it, they were loving and it. they loved it? Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. was like, this is all cool stuff. Yeah. I thought it was all cool stuff. Uh, I didn't try scratching, <laughs> which I did have two turntables and yeah. I did try that a couple times. Two turntables and a microphone. I had I had I had a nice setup, nice, and a whole bunch of things, mixing board, and yeah, I could th- throw one stereo, one t- t- uh, tuner mm-hmm. uh, amplifier through a mixing board, run it back through a different amplifier, and just blast the crap out of music. Nice. Yeah, I was like totally into. I had I had a microphone, and I didn't do anything with it. I just right. had it. My parents had a huge setup too, like you know. They didn't have any furniture, but they had the $9,000 stereo system. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, dude. Priorities, my dear. <laughs> Priorities. So, yeah, this is just stuff I liked. Yeah. And, and it's, easy to, it's easy to dance to on that song. When it starts, keep playing the same thing uh-huh. over and over and over and over. Most of the time. They'd they mix would, it with something yeah, else. Yeah, they would put something else that sounded like that and just. Yeah, because that sounds like somebody's <laughs> having an <laughs> asthma attack. <laughs> Well, before before the guys going, <laughs> before that, they would just mix it in with the beat, and, yeah. then, and then they would just slowly, 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 and yep. next thing you know, Egyptian Lover was over, and they were playing something else. They were playing The Roof is on Fire. Yeah, or they played <laughs> Master and Servant by... by uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah, or, or uh, London Calling. The Clash. Yeah, so they just would, or oh, 1999 by Prince. I got to bring that. I got to bring that album. They just start playing something else. Yep. And it just would... And most rock of, the Casbah. Yeah, Rock the Casbah. Great song. Love that song. I do, too. After a while, you know, they just... They were... You'd hear something, and then, oh, this is kind of like it, and then they just slowly integrate it, integrate it, integrate mm-hmm. it. Next thing you know, one gets faded out, the other one gets is, is brought up, and then you're, yep. you have a brand new song. And, and now it's like... <clears throat> I feel like... Because I'm a live musician, I feel like when we compete with DJs, sometimes when we go to this one club, they have us live musicians, and then just a couple doors down, there's a place where they're having a DJ. Okay, when you say a couple doors down at a different establishment? Different establishment, but the same owner, the same owner owns them, so either way, they're getting all the money, so whatever, but it's like we're competing with a DJ, and they're probably getting paid more than we are. Which drives me insane because like computers do a lot now. They even like mix things together. Like whereas before a DJ would have two records that they would have to match the BPM and they would have to like, you know, blend them together. Find the, find where to start. But now a computer can do all that for you. Yeah. When we went to, when I went to South Carolina, we went to House of Blues Mm -hmm. and they had a stage with the live band. Yep. 
they had another stage with a like a cover band mm-hmm. and they had a, a different area right and a third area they had a dj yeah so you could go to any of the three places and dance yeah listen to uh enjoy whatever you wanted to do right it was totally awesome yeah they just walked around oh, as you know a what? consumer it's great yeah but this was all in the same in the same place right it was all house of blues so yeah. just different parts of the building yeah but it was awesome because when they spider monkeys, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I watched them for a little bit. Eh, okay. But a couple of days later, when we went to go see Collective Soul, uh-huh. I never left. Yeah. I was there the whole time yeah. saying, awesome. Well, it, like it sucks like on our end because, well, we've learned these songs. We've taken time out of our lives to practice these songs over and over again and get them right. And then, you know, somebody will come to the show, be like, hey, can you play this song? And they always ask for Sweet Home Alabama. And if I ever play that song, I will just roll over and just die. Because I'm sick and tired of that song. On I'm just sick and tired of that song. And I don't want to play it every single night. And so then they're like, oh, you guys suck. So and then they go to the next one and they ask the DJ, oh, can you play Sweet Home Alabama? And they're like, yeah, sure. So if, if I came up and said, hey, will you play Fat Bottom Girls? We'd be like, if you put a okay, hundred dollars, will you in play the crazy tip- little thing called love? <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Because you were playing that we when did. I walked in, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, so we sweet. do know that one. Oh, that's the one I meant. Yeah, I was just, I, I, I like fat bottom girls. Yeah, I do too. And I like the song as well. Uh huh. <laughs> so, have you heard of the L.A. Dream Team? Uh, the Lakers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. Okay. So. This is, I think, this is an '85 thing. Okay. And and it was a I can get down with that early hip hop artist, L.A. the L.A. Dream Team. Okay. It was a couple dudes, and I just I again like their sound. Uh-huh. So I, I have this. This one is I think all four songs are the same song, instrumental, right? Radio edit, long version, short mixes. version, uh-huh. and then but I have I know I have another one from them, and they, I think they were. Really early hip hop, Cali- uh-huh. Southern California hip hop scene. Uh-huh. So, this is uh, the LA. The Dream Team is here. Okay. And it's funny because I I played it. My wife hears and she's like, "Oh, I, ladies and gen- uh-huh. ladies and, and she's totally because she heard this as well. Right. She heard this and I'm sure I played it. But so this is the LA Dream Team. Okay. The dream team is here, oh yes, they're here. 
the dream team is here. Ladies and gentlemen, have you heard? The dream team is back to spread the word. Well, hit me on the one and don't delay. Cause the dream team is here, we're gonna make your day. We came here to kill, and this is our deal. If the music don't get you, then the fly looks real. You gotta get what we got, even get us up high. And what you need, keep the jive alive. So without hesitation, you'll see what we're about. The L.A. Dream Team is in the house. Yes, we're here. The dream team is here. Once again, Rudy Pardee, I'm your best friend. Let's take it to the stage and feel better by the pound. My name is Pardee, and I'm gonna throw down. In case you don't know who I be, I go by the name of a snake, but I touch bases to the fact that I'm proud to be black to the best that I can with my fly girl back. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, take this back into your world. Manipulate the situation with steady concentration, then you know what we're talking about. But nevertheless, you got the best. The L.A. Dream Team is in the house. Oh, 
was a little surprised you heard that one. Yep. I thought that one was a little nugget that I was just going to pull out. And, <laughs> yeah. I know stuff. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you knew more than I thought you would know. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought this was all like special knowledge that uh-huh. I held uh-huh. and, and I was sharing with the masses. See, like, and, and that's what's funny to me is I always run across this situation where like I know stuff that people don't think I know. So then I think that people know the stuff I know. And then they, but they don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> When you're dancing on the ceiling. Right. <laughs> but this this is just stuff that I heard when I would go to the dance clubs. Yeah, this is That's fun. That's why I played uh, Grandmaster Flash mm-hmm. you know, many episodes ago, just because it was something. Again, I'm looking for white lines only. Uh-huh. Find out who does it. And I, and I, oh, I find out a little. Yeah, good song. And when I see, oh. Grandmaster Flat, if I find out who it is. So I have to look in the G's. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's one that's got white lines on it. I'm taking it. Like mine. Yeah. And so that's what I heard LA Dream Team. Okay. I got to find LA Dream Team. Yep. I think, I mean, that's literally a 12 inch single. Yeah. It's a single and a single. I think it was uh, the Dream Team in the house, the radio edit, instrumental, and acapella. Yeah. So. And that's for when you mixed it in with or other you, things. Yeah, you could just do the words. Yep. Or just do the instruments and mix something and else over it. Put some it. other words in, into it. Yeah, when you play the roof, the roof, yeah. the roof is on fire yeah. over the top of it. Exactly. So it, it's it, this is the kind of stuff I really liked when I yeah. was dancing. And understandably, when, when you said when you said, "Hey, you can do that," I thought that was. I forgot all about it till I heard it. Heard you talking about it on the show, and I was listening to You're it. Like, oh yeah! And I thought I'm gonna do it. And so last week you mm-hmm. had to can- cancel, right? And I wanted to do it last week, and I, uh, you don't feel like, I don't feel like recording this. <laughs> oh, and, like, and then Tuesday morning came, and I'm like, I don't really. Want, oh, I guess I'll do something else. And then you right. were, you said, I, you know, I got something I got to do. Yeah. I said, okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. So and I did it last night, thinking, oh. I whatever I was gonna do yeah. fell through, and well, I could record. Oh, I did. I did the the rap master Ronnie, uh-huh. and I stopped it. So I think it's six minutes and thirteen seconds or whatever it is. Okay, I stopped it right before he said. Oh, I thought it was done, and he said something else, and uh-huh. I cut it off right in the middle. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> so then I had to record it again. Yeah. But oh darn! Yeah, I was busy doing other stuff, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Anyway, this is just some a little sampling of what I like. Cool, I like mm. it. I dig it. Yeah, I I think that somehow I'm gonna figure out a way to play some 45s. I have. Okay. And then without yeah. spending a bunch of money. No, I have the 45s. Oh already. wait, I'm thinking of the 78s. Oh yeah, yeah. Without oh yeah, yeah. those those are just gonna sit there and collect dust. <laughs> Because I'm not spending $400 just for a needle. Yeah, that's insane. And then another $70 for a spindle so I can play it at that speed. Yeah. And I I, wonder if I could like, my aunt, she runs an antique shop. mm. And I wonder if I could just reach out to her and say, hey, have you seen any record players that can play some 78s? Yeah, but you still would need the needle. I'm not sure if they're going to have the needle. Maybe she has a gramophone. Maybe, and I can wind it up, and maybe. Well, I'll, I'll, 
I'll yeah, whatever. throw if she, something if, her way. Yeah. I mean, the worst that happens is she says, no. We've never seen anything like that. A record player that plays 78s? <laughs> Do tell. Right. <laughs> anyway. Cool. This was my uh, my little offering for my, my little panda. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else. <laughs> Wait, did, do you have anything else? Did I say, do you have anything else? I think that's what you I said. I think I have a list. Have you been drinking? Uh, I, I haven't have been noticed. I? I haven't noticed you drink, but. Uh, do you have, do you, do you have anything else? I have nothing else. What am I supposed to say? Oh, say goodnight, Blob. Goodnight, Blob. Bye. Later. <laughs>